Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jama'ah. موسیقی Naina minutes after 11 Central African time Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum It's a beautiful Tuesday morning here in Johannesburg Of course Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name And our beloved engineer this morning is none other than Haji Suleiman Esop He will be with us from now till 12-ish insha'Allah I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmail and Hafiz Yusuf Asmail and Company. And I want to welcome the listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Let's welcome our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila to Ustad Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Hafidahullah. Ustad, welcome to the bliss of marriage. Um, to the bliss of marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu fikum ma'an arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. So I see that uh, many, many listeners, they're asking for your program. They took place in Marisburg. I think it was the Mountain Rise Masjid. So they want to know how should they get. I know this from Wadbang and from Azad Valustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 5th of Jumad al-Akhira, 1445 year in South Africa. And in most parts of the world, it is the 6th of Jumad al-Akhira. Anyway, وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثِ is only the bounty, favor of all. Allah, we announce all this. And it was a wonderful, beautiful program day in Durban and Marisburg and especially the Marisburg programs. So Thursday night last week, we were there in Mountain Rise, and the topic was on Palestine. Friday, Jumu'ah, because a youngster was completing Quran Sharif, so it was on the Chernobyl Quran and whatever else is related to it. 
and then after Asr, the Jumma program was in the race of Masjid, and then after Asr on Friday was the Nikah. So what you must do is just write to me WhatsApp zero seven one triple eight one one eight four and say PM Berg lecture. So I'll send you all three: the Mountain Rise one, Palestine, and then the Jumma one. So that was regarding Quran Sharif and so forth, and the one in Salihin regarding the Nikah. So three lectures we will send to you. We have the podcast. We send it already to thousands of people, but some people maybe they're not on the group or whatever. So just request me, send a WhatsApp zero seven one triple eight one one eight four, and we'll gladly send it to you. Hada min fadli Rabbi, hada rahmatum mi Rabbi. Ustad Haji Suleiman Esop was telling me to remind you about some link that you must tell the listeners. Remember that some people, there's two, three announcements I must make. One announcement is this. This morning also I sent it to so many people. We had to make some changes, you must remember. So if you cannot listen in to Marcus Sahaba for the past three, four days, so the, the radio is working with the help and mercy of Allah. The live streaming is working, but you having problems in your phone. So just send us a message on my phone again, zero seven one triple eight one one eight four and then we will send the link to you and once you receive it you just press where the blue is and you will see a app will come up and then you just press play and then you'll be able to listen inshallah aziz similarly one of our students in port elizabeth i just received the news Morna Ishaq Akhardin is critically ill in intensive care, heart problems. So make dua for him. Allah Jalla wa Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus. Allah Taala grant him Shifa Kamil. Allah Taala make easy for him and his family. I was thinking of Jannatul Firdaus because if you know that our, you know, Ahmad Khan and so forth in Newcastle, so his daughter passed away yesterday in Kronstadt, and I spoke to the husband this hmm. morning, Monana Junaid Angar, so he told me that, you know, that his wife passed away, she was very, very ill, Fatima, and the janaza was last night, so we make dua for Fatima, the daughter of uh, brother Ahmad Khan and his wife Jamila, they both passed away, several years ago. So Fatima passed away yesterday in Kronstadt. Allah Jalla Wala grant her also Jannatul Firdausil A'la. Allah Jalla Wala grant the family also Sabri Jameel. Allah Jalla Wala make everything easy for them. Who said is a listener, a listener wants to know that dear Muftisab, if a couple are getting divorced, can the husband take the ring and back? Ustad, he says that it's very, very expensive. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala answers this question in a noble Quran. Go and read what you are suggesting, brother. Surah 4, verses 20, 21, and so forth. Surah 4, Surah Nisa, the women, and verses 20, 21, and Allah Ta'ala speaks of this. You, the husbands, you gave your wife millions. Meaning, Kintara. 
Al-amwalul kathira. So much. Millions and millions. Now you divorced her. Fala ta'khudu minhu shay'a. It's haram for you to take anything back from her. Ata'khudu nahu buhtana wa isma mubina. Are you casting allegations on your wife? It's a big, major, major sin to do so. Allah Jalla Wala is expressing astonishment, surprise. Wa kifa ta'khudu nahu. How can you take it back, O oh ex-husband? Wa qad afda ba'dukum ila ba'din. She made the sacrifice. She left the home of her parents. She came to settle by you. You deflowered her. You had your moments of joy and happiness with her. And then you had two witnesses, everything. And remember, she took a solemn pledge from you. So your husband, absolutely haram for you to take the ring, the jewelry, the money, the clothing, whatever you gave her, absolutely haram. And remember, don't look for loopholes and don't come tell me this Molana and this Imam and this Mufti Sab said, yes, leave all that. Yet this is Quran, direct from Quran. And hadith in Bukhari Sharif, he Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, remember, taught us, al-a'idu fi hibatihi, kal-kalbi ya'udu fi qay'ihi. A person who takes back the gift from the giftee, the person to whom he gave it to. You gave it to your wife, she's using it, she's the owner, everything, and now the marriage then sour, and now you want to take it back, then your example is like that. Habibuna rahmatulil alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said like a dog kal kalb yaudu fi qayhi the dog vomits and then goes back to the vomit and licks that vomit do you understand the gravity of the situation so now I'm just giving you an example I know of an incident right so the couple got married now one month ago or whatever you must remember that so that person was so crazy for the wedding ring or whatever he bought his bride he bought his darling he bought for his poppy a ring half a million rand so now i mean i mean he's a multi-millionaire but can't we even use our common sense you must remember that so there are so many things you could have done with uh, you must remember half a million rand and just buying a ring say no 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 my wife liked it and so forth and so on so from start already you're becoming the hulam and the slave of your wife and you're not becoming the abdullah the slave of allah Allah Jalla Wala teaches us When we start squandering our money, our wealth and all that, remember that in haram things, then you become the brothers of shaitan and Satan and Lucifer. Chapter 17, verse 27. So you, my brother, you spend 100,000, 200,000, 300,000. Now you want the ring back? Totally haram. Forget Get it, and Quran says, "Wala tansahul fadla bainakum." Don't forget all the good moments and all the wonderful moments you had. So leave it and say you keep it because that is what my Allah says. That is what my Nabi Muhammad sallallahu commanded us. I am bound by the Sharia and the Islamic Constitution. So that is what you must say, my brother. Hmm. Was that is two or three listeners are saying that uh, there's no bliss of marriage today? We can't hear anything on serious FM, Mustad. So you must remember, we don't know what's happening on serious FM. So you must remember that. 
that that our engineer will contact them and inshallah so otherwise you can listen on Marqas Sahaba inshallah you know these type of things they happen you know sometimes it's December or sometimes there are gremlins in the system or sometimes you must remember that people go on holiday and so forth so then they forget to switch on one button or whatever <laughs> so a lot of things happens you know so Allah is showing us the lesson to learn human being is created weak so perfection is only by almighty Allah did you ever wake up and the sunrise is missing did you ever look maghrib time and the sunset didn't take place year in year out thousand years million years with perfection accuracy so subhanallah everlasting glory everlasting perfection is for him almighty Allah alone we human beings remember that people like BBC people like all old radio stations and so forth you must remember they also have problems sometimes times remember that so you have these gremlins you have the jinnats or you have the jutlas you must remember that sometimes they maybe want to try and sabotage something or something so allah knows best inshallah our engineer will contact them and inshallah aziz that so all may allah make it easy so all of you all of you can listen Somebody says, Mufti Sab, this brother who wants his ring back saying that it is expensive. What about he took away the innocence of his wife and used her? He's not her innocence more expensive than his ring. Anonymous Ustad. So that's exactly what I read the Quranic verse for him. Well, what you are saying, I mentioned already. So the Quran is telling you, you must remember, absolutely haram, and you cannot take back anything when you are divorcing your wife, or you issued the divorce already, and now you say, give back the jewelry or the ring, or give back the money or the Kruger coin, or whatever else it is, all that is haram and not permissible. Hmm. Somebody says, you start that you know about the cost of living. I spoke to many men with the intention of marriage, but they don't earn enough and expect me to work and contribute. Basic, not luxury life costs money, you start. So you must remember that you are an expensive wife, it means. You want new, new clothes every month, or new, new shoes, and new, new a lot of things. So if you say no... I will marry you and I will lead a simple life only on each day maybe you buy for me a dress or something and no demands from your side and so forth. Then there's no need for you to go and work and all that. Today we have a false sense of security. We think that both parties must work and then our income will become more and more and then we will be able to lead a good comfortable life. The Quran Sharif rejects that totally. Quran Karim teaches us Surah chapter 65 verses 2 and 3. When you fear Almighty Allah, you carry out the do's, you abstain from the downs. Almighty Allah makes a way out for that person there from difficult, tight situations. And and Allah will give you risk and sustenance from such avenues where you never ever expected and anticipated.
I resigned from Newcastle Darulu. Our principal, Moana Qasim Sema, used to ask me, Ab kya I say, I don't know. Moana thought that I'm not being honest. But he saw me that I was there every day for Salat and so forth. <coughs> Then channel started, you understood. So my programs were the first programs, 2001 January, with the help and mercy of all my Jalla so tafsir and so forth. So then you see how much risk Allah gives in different ways. 17 full years with them, now 2018 came. So then with Allah's help, Allah's mercy, Allah's fadl, Allah's benevolence, we have our own. And the capital group came on. And they told me what you want. I said, I just need a room and I'll get an engineer. They said, leave the room and that we start our own station. See, how? We never asked for it. Allah Jalla Allah arranges it. So sister, brother, bring taqwa in your life and then see the barakah and the blessing. وَلَوْ أَنَّ أَهَلَ الْقُرَىٰ آمَنُوا وَاتَّقَوْا لَفَتَّحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ The people of the town and the city, if they have two qualities, through iman and through taqwa, all times, all places, all circumstances. لَفَتَّحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ We, Allah uses the royal pronoun, we, to stamp His majesty, authority, sovereignty, we will definitely open for them the doors of barakah and blessing from the heavens and the earth. So see, Allah's promise is there, but our problem is what? 90% of the Muslims everywhere, Arab countries, Muslim countries, our countries, everywhere. We want to be Muslims part-time. Razi rahe Rahman bi, khush rahe shaitan bi. We want to please Allah. Friday come, we Muslims. You look at that person, subhanallah, he got this kurta, he got this turban, maybe the miswak also is there, and the pocket, and so we can see it also. When you look at him in the weekend, he's jumping in the ocean with the bikinis and stickinis, <laughs> and he's there inside with his, you understand, swimming costume, and you can't recognize the guy, you must remember that. And next to him, a lady is there with her bikini, next to him, another lady there with the stickinis, and all that so we want to be actors actors according to the season Mm. so this is the season now therefore people call it festive season I call it and we call it silly season today 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 I leave Mona Arafat in them one, two, three minutes before quarter to five. Everywhere Jamaat is either half past four or four forty. One masjid we found is four forty five. Masjid Muhajirin and Ansar, the honeybee, right? So I go there. So mashallah today brother Wasim came to pick me up. Muhammad Khan's son, you see. So the father didn't come, the son came. So I said, Muhammad Bai, how are you? When I look properly, I say, Oh, is that Muhammad Bai? Is Wasim Bai? So I said, drive to Muhajirin, you see, we're gonna read Salat there. So we made it, I made it for both the cards, everything nicely, Alhamdulillah. I gave advice, everything. Then by the time I come out is exactly news time, you see, seven oh two. This morning. And then what they said, 
they said that the amount of accidents, the amount of casualties, the amount of fatalities in Cape Town is just two weeks into the festive season, they said, and it's gone far beyond the expectations what happened four times more than last year. And what was the main cause? Drunking, the drinking and driving. You see that? Drinking and driving. Therefore, me, I made it a law like Christmas weekend, I don't go anywhere. New Year weekend, we don't go anywhere. There are just too many drunkies, too many drunk people. The Jama'atu Sukara, the people who are drunk. In their religion, that when December comes, then you must get totally drunk. That is celebrating, you see. So the Islam said, every drop of alcohol is haram. Ma askara kathiruhu faqalilu haram. And if you are found guilty, we will take you out in public and give you 80 lashes in public. That is our Islamic law. And if you want to know, I was on the 1st of January, New Year's Day 2001 at Niagara. Niagara Falls is one of the wonders of the world. So I saw it in August, September. It was summertime still, and the millions and billions of liters flowing there with my brother Yusuf Dokrat. Allah grant him genital firdaus. I met my Dokrat now in Newcastle when I went for the Newcastle Jalsa and so forth. So we must be clear on this, yeah? So I made the intention then. When I bring my wife to so America, I went twice in one year in the year 2000 with Allah's help. So I told her, no, I will take you to Canada. I want you to see this place. When we went there, so mashallah, we got family, so they took us. It was minus 18, minus 20 degrees. You know how cold it was? The water was no more flowing. It was all frozen up. Therefore, this month is called Jumad al-Ula, Jumad al-Akhirah. The water and everything gets frozen. You must remember that. So this is how Allah is showing us His kudrat and so forth. So me and you should know, make peace with Allah, and Allah will give you more and more. But we break the laws of Allah, and then we say we'll get barakah. No barakah comes from haram things, only zahma comes, punishment comes and musibat come and calamities come. It's haram for you to go and work. Mm. Uh, I see Aji Suleiman Esop says that we are not on Sirius FM. Uh, he did contact uh, brother Yusuf and he's not in Ustad. I think he's far away so he said he will let us know what's happening later on. So to the listeners of Sirius FM, we are not at the moment. What, uh, 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 somebody says here Ustad that when is it permissible for a wife to read Salah behind the husband, Ustad. So I was at the airport on Wednesday. So, mashallah, so when I was there, it was Zohar time. And then I gave Adhan there at O.R. Tambo Airport. And then I gave Iqama. And I'm in front and my wife is behind me. So many times we do that. You must remember that you are a Musafir and so forth. So, and you have to get a plane and so many things happen. So you just go in front. If there's no masjid nearby, then you give Adhan also. 
also. You give the iqama, you read your two rakat salat. So fajr time two, you read your sunnats before that. Zohar time two, asr time two, maghrib time three, isha time two, and then you read three witter. So like that. But that is permissible. But for you at home, daily your husband is missing fajr salat in the masjid. <coughs> He's not ill or sick. He's not old and cold and so forth. And now he just does it because of laziness. So that is haram and not permissible. That's a sign of nifaq and hypocrisy. You must remember that. Therefore, the hadith says that bala shaitanu fi udhunay. When you must fajr salat totally, <coughs> then the shaitan he urinates in your ears. And you read fajr salat, but you make your own jamaat. You're not musafir. You're not nothing. And daily you are missing the jamaat salat. So remember then, that's what about you're following your worm's fancies and desires, then you land up in Jahannam and the worst portion in Jahannam. So this is Quran Sharif, so you should think about it. Well, it's uh, 28 uh, minutes uh, to 12, you are tuning and listening to uh, the bless of marriage uh, remember our whatsapp number is 084 uh, 786-3132 international overseas listeners plus 2784-786-3132 Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal well it's exactly now uh, 20 uh, six minutes to 12, you are tuning in listening to the bliss of marriage. Uh, that somebody says here, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Please, sir, I made a union with a Christian lady from a Christian home, and both her family and mine were duly represented. I later asked her to demand for something reasonable, which she did, and I, and I provided. Hope this union is valid in Islam. Hope the children produced after this union are not uh, illegitimate. Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I'm not sure that of the question, so therefore I'll answer it both ways. If you are a Muslim, you're the male, and now you married a Christian lady, and you say that now you're living and you are together and so forth and so on, and you're hoping that the union and the marriage will last and so forth. So the question we have to ask is this, for a Muslim male to marry a Christian lady or to marry a Jewess, is that nikah valid or not valid? In this day and this age, it's not valid. You must remember that it's not permissible. She must embrace Islam and then you perform a new nikah. Then things will be okay. You must remember that. But as status quo remains, it's not permissible. In time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala and the second successor of the Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah wasallam, he told the Sahaba that Huzaifa bin Yaman, Mughira bin Shoba, divorce your wives. They said, is it permissible or not? They said, divorce them. If we're going to give wholesome permission to everybody, so what will happen to our Muslim ladies? Second, you get married to a Jewess and Christian. What will happen to your children? 90% of the time, the mother will make them a Christian or make them a Jew. They will make them a Muslim. 
So therefore, if you know Arabic, there's a wonderful, beautiful fatwa written by Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi. According to me, this is one of the best fatwa and verdicts he has written, Nikahul Kitabiya. I have his fatwa kitab. And in Al-Fatawa Al-Mu'asara, you will find it there. Although he's a very liberal scholar, but on this issue, he has written very well, and he writes there, it's not permissible for a yamina hadihi. In these days, and this age, and this zamana, and this time, it's not permissible. Although the Quran Sharif speaks of it in chapter 5, verse 5, but it is not carte blanche. There are conditions attached, and those conditions are not fulfilled in this day and this age. So therefore, it's not permissible. Another one you can write down. Go to Ma'ariful Quran. Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib. And go. Alhamdulillah. And go and read Ma'ariful Quran. It's in eight volumes. And go read the tafsir commentary of chapter 5, verse 5 in Urdu. And it's translated in English also in eight volumes. And you can refer to that. So I gave you three references. One in Arabic, one in Urdu, one in English. In Arabic, Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, Rahimamullah. And in English, Mufti Shafi Sahib's translation of his Urdu tafsir, Ma'ari full Quran and it's eight volumes so you can see the Urdu one or the English one under chapter 5 and verse number 5 and you will find the reasons there why it's not permissible. So you my brother you have to give that wife of yours now an ultimatum. Tell her you become Muslim and then we make a proper nikah and so forth. Otherwise that you go your way I go my way you divorce her and finish everything up. Okay? So if you are a Christian and you married a Christian lady, so that is no problem. Your children will be legitimate and everything else will flow and so forth. But if you're a Muslim and you married a Jewess, you married a Christian lady, then our fatwa and verdict is thus, that that type of nikah in this day and this age is not permissible. So that is our ruling and I gave you the necessary works for you to refer to and go and study it and you will find what is written by these great, great scholars of Islam. Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahimahullah passed away on the 10th of Shawwal, 1976 and Sheikh Ardawi passed away last year, 2022 or before that, you must say. So currently he passed away at a ripe old age of 96. So it shows that they wish so these people, we met them also, you must remember that. So they knew what is really happening and they understood the issue better than us and therefore they passed the verdict and that's the verdict we also passed. Somebody says, start for a very long time, many people have been telling me different opinions on marijuana. marijuana. Uh, many say it's haram and others say it is makru. I'm asking whether it is haram or not and if it is, why so Ustad? Remember, totally haram. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Kullu muskirin khamrun wa kullu khamrin haram So everything that intoxicates now or in the future is considered as khamr, as alcohol and every alcohol is haram and so forth Go open Mishkat Sharif There's a whole chapter on this you must remember on alcohol and the wa'id and the warnings and so forth and so on So therefore brother don't fool 
fool yourself. Today when the Ummah hears something is makru, they say, no, 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 it's all right. We can eat it, we can drink it, we can smoke it, and so forth and so on. So it's absolutely haram, and there's no two opinions on that. The people who say makru, and that must be some crooked person, that because he never understood the issue, or maybe he or his son or somebody is also busy with all these haram things there. So they try and cover up that. So in this day and this age, you see cigarettes, you see this marijuana, you see this vaping, all haram and not permissible, you must remember, the harm they cause to the human body and anatomy, the harm they cause to, to other people. So when you are high, you're hitting your wife and you're swearing her and so forth. When you are high, you're driving zigzag, so you're a menace to society. When you come to the masjid with that, you are stinking and smelling, you are desecrating the sanctity of the masjid and so forth. So I can give you so many reasons why it is not permissible, brother. So totally haram it is and not permissible. Who's that? Uh, I see uh, Sister Abby. She says that, uh, uh, AK, apparently my colleagues at work, they are saying that Israel has ceased fire. So they're telling me what am I going on for the people of Palestine? Is it true they cease fire? So, Abby, who started? So remember today, they're supposed to be, you must remember, a meeting at United Nations and then we will see whether they agree on a ceasefire or not. So you must say we have to go on. You murdered 20,000 people there in Palestine. Majority of them women, babies and children and men who are civilians. So remember United Nations, you speak of ceasefire, that same United Nations said that this is a war against children. The same United Nations said 70% of the people killed in Gaza and murdered in Gaza are civilians. So therefore, we have to rule that Israel is guilty of war crimes. Israel is guilty of genocide and ethnic cleansing. And Israel and the Jutlas and the Zionists and the Haramis and the super terrorists, Israel, America, France, Britain, Germany, all are accomplices in this crime and they are, must be held responsible, remember this, for this war crimes committed there in the land of Palestine and you look at our Hamas, every day they're sending some soldiers, some sergeants straight to hell. They attack their army and their personnel in uniform and these Haramis, they just go. You see Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense of America is there. One of the statements he made, he said, this Bibi Netanyahu is carrying on like a bull in a China shop meaning just kill anybody and destroy anybody. So how can that ever be justified? So you must always put them on the back foot and tell them that you must admit that Israel is a terrorist Nazi regime and they're doing to the people of Gaza, they're doing to the people there in Palestine in the West Bank what Hitler did to the Jews. Hence, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Somebody says we heard Bupti Sab sneezing and saying Alhamdulillah. Is it necessary for us listeners to say Yarhamukallah Ustad? Yes, you should say Yarhamukallah. The Jutlas used to come to Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Deliberately they used to sneeze. They, 
So because they knew the master alayhi salam will say, Yarhamukallah, Allah have mercy on you. But this is a jutla or a jutli, you know, they're always playing tricks. So the master alayhi salatu salam, when the non-Muslim or jutlas and Jews used to sneeze and they anticipating Yarhamukallah, Nabi sallallahu sallam for the non-Muslims did not say that. He said, Yahadikumullah, Allah ta'ala guide you. So that is the lesson me and you must learn next week Monday Christmas they'll be walking zigzag and all that <laughs> and then you must remember New Year will come they'll be walking more zigzag you must remember that they will say happy 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 New Year I know all these things because I grew up with them you must remember that and they can't walk straight the chuala is high you must remember that so you must remember so when they greet you happy Christmas and that's how they speak happy Christmas and happy happy new year so you must say Allah guide you you don't go reply all the mm. statements there you must say may almighty if you don't want to say Allah may almighty Allah may almighty guide you so that is what Islam is teaching us well, so there's a sister from Johannesburg she wants to know that her husband is adamant that he wants to go and celebrate Christmas on the 25th. Is our marriage at stake? He doesn't want to listen. He says there's absolutely nothing wrong. Who's that? So ask him this Quranic verse, yes, chapter 5, verse 51. So you must remember that. What does it mean? Surah 5, chapter 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse 51. I read for you. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu la tattakhidul yahuda wa nasara awliya that oh you who believe do not take the Jews and Christians to be your friends and protectors ba'aduhum awliya ubad and whosoever from you that from them the Jews Christian they are friends and protectors of one another you can see how Americans Christians are helping the Jutlas and murdering and massacring our people in Gaza and so forth then the wa'id the warning for your husband and people of his ilk minkum minhum and whosoever befriends them so you like their customs you like their Christmas you like their New Year and you like all these haram things of theirs minhum so then he becomes part and parcel of them so your husband if he says he wants to go and celebrate Christmas and he wants to put the Christmas tree and he wants to visit Santa Claus and he wants to do all these things yeah and he says that it is his weakness and he knows it's haram so your marriage will be valid but if he says no all this is permissible then he's out of the fold of Islam and your nikah will be broken and you cannot stay with him and live with him so you should teach him all that Surah 5 verse 51 Habibuna Rasulullah two ahadis I quote for you First one in Abu Dawood, Man who imitates and emulates a people and a nation becomes part and parcel of them. Habibuna Rasulullah said hadith in Muslim Abi Awana that Man Sawada Qawmin Fawaminhum. He's gonna to go to a place where there are thousand, five thousand, twenty thousand Christians, and they're gonna have wine, dine and swine and all that, and he'll be in 
in that. So whoever goes and increases the number of a people and the enemies of Islam, then you become part and parcel of them as well. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala nusfatwa, everything I gave you, I gave you the reference also. Sayyidina Umar, Amirul Mu'mineen radiallahu anhu arda, what Umar used to say on the farsh, Allah used to send from the arsh. Said what Umar used to say here on the land and sand, Allah used to send from the skies. Wafaktu rabbi fi salas, hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Before the ayat was revealed, I said, Ya Rasulullah, let's do this, let's do that. So three places are mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. If you open Al-Itqan fi ulum al-Quran of Allama Jalaluddin Suyuti, rahimahullah, you will find more than 20 places. Nevertheless, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu says, Ijtanibu a'ada Allahi fi idihim, stay far, far away from the enemies of Allah during their celebrations, during their festivals, and the fatwa is mentioned in Bayhaqi. Therefore, if any so-called Muslim says it's permissible for him, he is going to participate actively with them and so forth, then definitely he goes out of the fall of Islam and is trying to justify it, then your nikah will break, he's murtad and out of the fall of Islam. So you need to be very careful, cry to Allah, knock some sense into him. We are Muslims, we don't believe in Trinity. They say Christmas, birth of Jesus, where is it written that? Even the Bible rejects it. The Quran rejects it. Common sense rejects it. You must remember that. I've been to Palestine in December. So you must remember that in December is midwinter there. And Jesus, Nabi Isa, salam's Milad Mubarak, honorable birth, took place, you must remember, in the summer months. Go open Surah Maryam, chapter 19, and verses 24, 25, 26. Allah made arrangements for Sayyidah Maryam Al-Adra, Mary the Virgin. Sayyidah Maryam Al-Batul, she moved away from the toxicity and from the toxic society to a pure place and pure society. So therefore, Batul, so what happens? So she was very worried what the people will say. No strange male has touched me and here I'm giving birth miraculously. So Allah says, La tahazani qad ja'ala rabbuki Oh, you say the Maryam, don't be worried and sad. Allah has made divine arrangements for you, for your water and so forth. And then for your eating, Allah is giving you fresh, fresh dates. So you eat the fresh dates, you drink this water which Allah is giving you. You eat, you drink, you enjoy yourself. You must be happy. Allah has made you mother and son. The symbols and the signs of all, Matthew Allah. Chapter 19, Surah Maryam, verses 24, 25, 26. Go and look, L-O-O-K, and look there in the Bible, L-U-K-E. And chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, and the shepherds were gone with their animals for grazing purposes. So all that happens in summer and not in winter. And remember common sense. Tell your husband he should have some common sense. You can Google this and see it. 
1647 1647 remember that that the Christian the parliament the British Puritan parliament the Puritan parliament of Britain said that Christmas uh, celebrations are banned and prohibited it's got nothing to do with Christianity is a pagan custom I gave you from Quran I gave you from Sunnah I gave you from Fatwa of Sahaba I gave you you must remember from the uh, sources of Christian and I showed you when Jesus was born and still your husband don't accept then 100% remember he doesn't have any Iman he wants to become a Christian so you and your children must move away from him Allah Allah guide him Allah protect him Allah protect us all from kufr and shirk and nifaq hmm. so, uh, there's a brother who starts from uh, uh, Gauteng he says that my wife ran away to her parents knowing that I don't speak to them or go near them due to a restraining order she is gone with my kids how do I visit them as she refuses to talk to me I'm Mufti Sahib I'm very angry I will give her talak if she don't listen to me Ustad you see my brother you want I must answer in your favor but you're not giving us the whole story so why you don't want to give us the whole story so let me tell you what's the whole story then you must tell me right what happened is you married her then you had an affair with one of the ladies maybe or maybe you went on drugs and alcohol or maybe you gave her such a threshing and assaulted her, or you threatened her father and her parents and so forth. So therefore, they got a restraining order against you and so forth. You have to tell us A, B, C first. Then we can tell you X, Y, Z. But what you'll do, you'll suffer from selective amnesia. You just tell us the tail end, and conveniently, selectively, you forget the starting. You don't tell but with Allah's help we catch you all out always so you tell me now which one is right here <laughs> did you have an affair did you have drugs and alcohol did you beat her up and donner her so you must remember nobody will just run away with the children no way the father-in-law mother-in-law will take out a restraining order you did some unda danda you did some things in the upside down and therefore so no sense now complaining and saying that I will give her talak, I will do mm. this, I will do that. If you got common sense, then you will go there and stand outside and announce publicly, Oh, father-in-law, mother-in-law, please make me maaf for my stupidity and for my foolishness. Everything I did is my fault. Please, I beg you, give me my wife, give me my children. Mm. I am guilty as charged. You can do whatever you want me. You want to whip me also in public, I'm prepared. So that is the Muslim. But your brains are now already upside down. Now you're threatening, no, I'll divorce her and so forth. You got the picture now, brother? Hmm. So what's the story? Tell me quickly. <laughs> Ustad, he says that, okay, Mufti up drugs and alcohol. But I'm trying to change Mufti Sab. Can't you see that, Ustad? You see? <laughs> you see? <laughs> you see? You see, I'm a fisherman, you know. I just give the bait and pull out the fish. You understand? 
You see, you must be honest to yourself. Mm. You were on drugs, you were on alcohol, sure. you swore her, you swore her parents, you threatened them, maybe you assaulted her, you don't even know about it. She said, enough is enough, mm. now I don't want to stay with you, and it's holidays, I'll go to my parents' place. But what you say, no, my wife ran away, like you are the angel, and she is the devil. But sure. when we go to reality, you are the devil, and she's the angel, you see that? So now you go and tell them I said so. That you go there and outside the house, you make a big announcement. I am guilty. I took drugs. I took alcohol. Please, I'm changing. I ask you for forgiveness. Daily I cry to Allah, give me another chance. I love my children. I love my wife and so forth and so on. They will remove the restraining order if you are sincere and they are sincere. Quran says, even at the 11th hour, if you want to bring about reconciliation and both parties are sincere, if both parties want to bring about reform and reconciliation, you Allah will give you tawfiq. My uncle, my chacha, my kaka, my pasabrur, my paternal uncle, Thursday night in the masjid, you understand, while making dua, he passed away. But if you looked at him, he looked like a very simple person. Hajibai Padia used to tell me, Aapke chache ke maut par mujhe rashk aati hai. How your, fa- how your uncle passed away, I am envious of that. So when I study his life, wherever there was problems in marriages, he would go, and he was big in size. One day he told me, he said, come here, I want to see who's bigger in size, me or you. So I said, but uncle, you are bigger than me, you're my uncle. But he said, no, I want to see in weight and tall, tallness and length and all. So I was then taller and more weightier than him, you see. So anyway, cut long story short, so he used to save the marriages. Mm. So Allah then gave him a death Thursday night while making dua in the it was a musalla at that time afterwards he became masjid and so forth so the point I'm making here is this that both parties take the sincerity and be honest about it and you don't talk of talak if you talk of talak then come ek and say oh, wait don't accept for you so if you're going to give a talak then I'll get involved and I'll give you a good threshing also he's going to so, come home so, so she'll come home but you must go there and go ask for forgiveness first and then things will work out inshallah mm. 084786 uh, G Ustad uh, 3132 somebody says uh, uh, Ustad when putting lotion on the face a little touched my lips and hence my tongue felt a butt does my first break in the situation to start so remember if you swallowed it and all that then you must remember it will break but if you didn't swallow it it's just on the tip of your lips or tip of your tongue and then you spit it out and so forth then remember that your fast is valid so don't worry when Mona Arafat read Putin so forth I thought you were speaking of Putin you must remember this type of things there so anyway sister your fast is valid so don't worry inshallah Allah is Assalamualaikum